Okay, so if you guys don't know this, I live with my grandma, my grandfather, and my uncle and aunt until fifth grade before I moved in with my parents. Did they come visit me? Yes. Did they say they love me? Yes. Do they actually love me? I don't know. So this is my story story about living with my grandparents and my uncle and um, then moved in with my parents in fifth grade. This came about, honestly, I'm not exactly sure yet, but I will ask my parents the reason why, but I'm pretty sure it's just because they're really busy and they're they're trying to do their best to make go to work and uh, make money so that they could support all of us and they probably love them. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, no, I know they love me. I know they love me. If you say it enough times, then it's out in the universe and they have to love you anyways. So you just, if, if you think somebody don't love you, just say say a couple more times and then they they hear it in their hearts because we're all one in a universe. Um, so there's love, there's love. You know, I was joking, but when, but I'm not joking about not living with my parents, but I did, did live with my grandmother. She loved me. She was really nice. Um, every morning, morning she woke me up nicely and I would, uh, I remember there's this wooden statue in our, it's about three, four feet high and uh, it's the Guanyin Pusa, which means it's one of the Buddhas. There's like many of them. And this is a lady, lady Guanyin, um, and I would pray to her before I go to school in elementary school. And um, I there's so many things, there's so many stories. One of them, this is a crazy story about how living with my grandma, grandparents, and my uncle, who uh, also lived with, lived with us, he went to the army, it was mandatory, and he's a manly man. He fixed everything around the house. He soldered everything. He soldered, he fixed the light bulbs, he fixed the toilets, he fixed the TVs, and he will make things that will connect to other things that doesn't make sense. He will connect like a light bulb to like a clapper and to also like a blender. He will solder everything together. So if you clap, the blender will turn on, and then if, and, but the light will also turn on. So, But if you clap three times, the fan will start to spin. But if you clap four times and say, then the light will turn off. So he would do all these technology things um, for the house. And it, it, and he has always has these gadgets to make everything very uh, easy to live. And he also, this is another thing about my uncle that I always loved, is... He has a bug out bag. If you don't know what that is, is basically a apocalypse bag. So you ha- he has water, rope, first aid kit. Um, I don't know what else is in a bug out bag, but basically a multi tool, a headlamp, 
knives, uh, wind resistant. What are those called? Fire sticks, matches. See, I told you I knew English language words. If he had one of those matches, that's fire resistance. So one day he collects guns. Mind you, they are BB guns, but they're airsoft BB guns. He went to the army, shot real guns. When, you know, other country was invading. I don't want to say what country, but we were in Taiwan and people were invading. I don't, I'm not going to say which one, but he was during that era. And so he shot real guns. Um, but he collect BB guns because guns are illegal in Taiwan. And uh, this one time, so every day my grandma would cook amazing food. But as kids, you understand, no kids really like to eat food. We just want to go play. And then some kids don't get hungry. You know this. Some kids do, some kids don't. And I'm one of, I was one of those that I just don't because I just want to wither away into the air because I want to be one with the universe. Excuse me, it's just COVID. Um, so one day, I don't like to eat and my uncle was sick of it. I was always fearful and respectful about my uncle. He, I told you, in the army and all of this and he chews beetle nuts. If you don't know what that is, it's like a nut in the jungle, deep, deep, deep in the jungle. And you have to pass, fight through milli many villagers to find these beetle nut trees because they're sacred and they will shake the trees with their forearms hit them gung, gung, and the beetle nut will fall and as they fall you collect them and then you wrap around with these leaves i forgot what it is but you put a little bit of cocaine on it but they don't call it cocaine they call it um rock dust they call it rock dust. And they wipe a little on the leaves. All right? And you wrap it around the beetle nut and you chew it. It makes an orange-ish color juice. You can swallow the juice and it makes you feel crazy. Like um, it's like a kick of caffeine. But some people spit it out. And my uncle called those people pussies to their face. So he swallows it. Sometimes he spits it out, though. Uh, he chews that. He smokes about five cartons of cigarettes per day because he's a man who solders, went to the army. He one time told me that he smoked a cigarette first, then ran seven miles, beat everybody, then smoked five more cigarettes for celebration, and then fought a war or like a contact, you know. It's not a war when, you know, somebody is just a contact, like a battle, a battle. Um, and so basically that's my uncle. So I just want to give you a brief um, picture of who he is. And I lived with him, so I didn't like to eat. Rap back to my point, I didn't like to eat. So one day he points at the clock at this round table. Is at a dinner table where we all eat? It's a kitchen round table. Actually, I like it's kitchen and then this small island 
with a bunch of stuff on it. Like there's a water thing. There's a bunch of packets. There's a bunch of mail. The little corner is broken. There's ants on it. There's a, there's always about two to three hundred ants around the water things. Have I drank ants in my life? Yes, I have. Because there's, there's at the tip of the spout. And then I open the water and some ants will fall. And I'll be like, oh, I'm going to take it out. And my uncle goes, no, just drink it. Who cares? It's protein. And then I just drink it. So I'm probably Ant-Man at this point. Uh, so there's that island. And then it's a kitchen table. And then it's a refrigerator that if you open it, it is orange light. Because the refrigerator is from the 1732. It's probably the first refrigerator ever made. And if you look inside a refrigerator, everything is in, in a bag. It's like you got to do Tetris with the bag because you take one thing out, everything falls out. And then, so just want to give you a, a quick thing. So, it's just COVID, my sniffles. Um, don't worry about me. I'm not going to die or anything. Don't give me any sympathy. I'm a man. Anyways, um, he will point at the clock on that wall and he'll go, if you don't finish your food within 10 minutes, he takes me downstairs, takes his airsoft gun, puts a uh, Sprite bottle maybe 10 foot away. He aims at it. He show, shoots it. The can explodes. And he looks in my face and goes, if you don't finish your food within 10 minutes every night, you will be the bottle. And I go, okay, thank you. Every night from that day forward, I finish my dinner within five minutes every night. I loved it. <laughs> No, I did, but I felt so cool because, like, I finished it, uh, the food every night like that, but I always admire him because he always fixed stuff. He was always a leader. He always had an answer. He was always strong, you know, and he also had a job. He was a, um, he was an audio engineer uh, then for famous singers. He was a producer, pretty much. I don't know what what's a producer. I don't know, but it, he's a producer, and he worked late hours. He would drink a lot. <sighs> but he would come home at late hours. So, but everybody I knew, who are my friends, they always slept at like nine or ten. But he would sometimes come home at one. How would I know? Because I would wake up and I want to go play with him and just watch him. But my grandma will always be like, don't bother them. Don't bother them. Uh, and it would be like at 11 or whatever. Uh, so I thought he was like Batman or some sorts because he had all the bags and all the you know stuff. So living with and I uh, oh and I also love my grandfather who. He is an army guy. He lost his hearing because he told me one time 
that he was at war and there was a bomb that is coming. He was a battalion commander of this army and he was in this battle and bombs was dropping from the sky. People were shooting and he there's a bunker that he was going to supposed to jump into to take cover. But then he was a split second late for the bomb to go into the bunker. But the bomb flew into the bunker and killed all of his friends. So he was so happy that he survived, but also super traumatized and depressed that all his friends died. But he didn't. He was going to go in the bunker, but he didn't. And because of how close that bomb was, he lost his hearing. So you kind of have to like scream or be really loud when you talk to grandpa. But he would take me on a moped uh, often to get candy. I loved him because he would give me, he would show me all the good candies. And he would, he stand with, he's one of those Asians who stand with his hands behind his back. He always had a collared shirt. And he always had slacks and dress shoes. And he ballroom danced with people. And he walked the park. He said hi to everybody. He always had good. He always has good posture. He his hair is. He always had a comb over. People respected him. People loved him because he was so nice. And I always admired him. He was always really strong. He um, liked coffee. He always liked. He also liked Bailey's, which is alcohol that tastes like coffee. He will put that inside the coffee. And sometimes just Bailey's, a full cup of Bailey's. He also drank, like my uncle. But I should probably say my uncle also drank, like my grandfather. They're, they both drank a lot. Every night, well, before I say that, Every most of a lot often, my grandfather would take me to parks and he will climb these uh, poles like a stripper, but not a stripper because he's respected as a man. He will climb up like a monkey without his foot. He would just only pull himself up with his hands all the way to the top. How tall was it? You asked probably 200 meters high which converts to 700 foot of pole. He will climb up like that. And then he would descend slowly with one hand with three babies he saved in the sky and cats. And then everybody will clap and cheer. <sighs> Thank you for saving all the babies and all the cats for the village. Did that happen? I don't know. Is it a good story? I don't know, but it, it is an interesting one. But he did do that. He did climb stuff and do pull-ups. And I wanted to copy him to do pull-ups as well. And he would take me in his moped and on these mountains, on these turns. And I would sway my body to try to make him sway. And he will go, don't do that because we'll die. And then I go, okay. So then I'll sway a little bit. Ooh. 
like that. Um, so that's my grandfather. And uh, if sometimes I'd be naughty. Like I would, you know, d pick the wall or I would pick the wall so the paint will come off or something. And my grandfather will be like, don't do this. And I'll sneakily do it. And the way he disciplines is that he will pull your ear. He will pull your ear into discipline. So wherever you are that you're not disciplined, he will pull your air, ear. And every time he pulls your ear, have you had a bubble wrap before? It's like bubble wrap. Well, when somebody pulls your ear really hard. It sounds like the bubble wrap is popping. And it feels like the ear is off of your side of your face. And then he will always say this. If you don't listen with my mouth saying things, then I will teach you with my hands like this. And most of the time, he will give you a warning, and that's when I listen. Um, so I loved him, and he will iron his shirt every morning. And my grandmother would wear, I remember, stockings, because back then stockings was um, popular. And every day, she would wear the stockings. She will wear the stockings. Can you zoom out a bit so you can catch me? Thank you. She'll wear the stockings and then she'll pull it up and then she'll go like this. Because she's a little fat. She was a little, she was a little fat. So, but cute fat. And. She'll do that so that she could properly wear the stockings. And I'll always see her do that in the morning because I'm sleeping. And she'll do the frog leap thing. And I go, what is that? What are you doing? Um, but she's just trying to wear her stockings. Every morning, I will pile in our sardine bus, uh, a school bus. It's not like the normal school bus you see in the United States of America where it's two-person or three-person to a seat on two sides. We just have two rows of bench in this van. And we, you pile people in. It You literally get squished. But that's normal. It's literally one kid's thigh will be in between your legs and like that. And every kid is like that. And you literally squished in and i love that because it's hot it's smelly but you bond you're, you're talking to your friends you're messing around i love that that was that was that's awesome that was awesome that you're just piled it's just an experience there's not and then as people come in you get piled and then you know everybody goes out same with after school everybody gets squished in because we have recess and everybody's sweaty and then we pile it and squish in like that. And um, and 
I love that. I love living with my grandma. She cooked the best food. Ten dishes every night. Gourmet. Um, we also had a... I also had this experience where I used to watch Power Rangers a lot. And I would pretend like I was one of the Power Rangers. And I would pretend like I was hurt. I'll go like this. Uh, uh, come help me, Tommy. Come help me. And then I'll pretend to die. I'll go, no. Save yourself. I will sacrifice for us. And then I'll reenact the moments of, because my name is Jason. So then I'll reenact the moments of me dying as a Power Ranger. Because there is art in people dying. There is soul. There is love. There is humanity. So I'll reenact that. In my, I remember it was in my grandma, mama's house. And, um. I started jerking off when I was in fifth grade, living with my grandmother. And there is the reading area, which a lot of people would live, have newspapers. This is when my grandmama moved. And there's to other, there's other um, apartment complex where there's newspaper in an area and books. And I will always look for ladies beautiful ladies with maybe mind you say revealing tops where sometimes there's a little chest crevice chest crevice is really just two meats together in the middle there's kind of a crevice beautiful meat crevice Beautiful fat crevice, which people will call it in the 21st century, in 2022, cleavage. I don't like that word, though. I like to say beautiful lady chest fat crevice. Ooh, yum. That's like the gourmet version. That's like the Michelin star version of describing, as you call it, cleavage. Ew. Pervert. All right? But in fifth grade, I would like to, even when there's um, mangas, what, what mangas are is just anime in paper form. So before anime, there's these papers that people draw on. And it takes years to develop and hours and months and years to draw. What are they called? Not mangas, but in paper form. What are they called? Would you read comic books? So I would find comic books where ladies maybe had their breasts on the outside. And that will make me feel some sort of thing in my chest 
in my grow in in my growing area, in my pelvis area, when I see comic ladies with big breasts, and not big, just any breasts, honestly, and that would turn me on in fifth grade, like a creepy little kid. By the way, I didn't know what jerking off is or how to do it. I had to ask my friend. My friend got held back four years in, in fifth grade. So he's basically first grade of high school, ninth grade, freshman. And he was in fifth grade because he was a troublemaker and because he punched the teacher in the face four times. And that's like a death sentence in Asia. And I saw this happen. Um, but he looked like Squidward with really big lips. Um this was in Taiwan, so he's Asian. I didn't want you to think, guys think that I was racist. What did that mean? I don't know, but I'm not racist. Maybe a little bit, but there's no hate in it. Just remember that. Everybody's a little bit racist. If you're watching this, think to yourself right now, am I racist? Think about it. Really think about it. Really think about it. Before you start going, no, I'm never racist. I'll never assume anything. Have you, though? Ouch. That was Jesus punishing me for being a little bit racist. But what I'm saying is my friend punched a teacher in the face several times, and he got held back, and I asked him. He, one day, we were just talking, and then he goes, you got you guys jerking off yet? Like, real cool. I'm like, what? And then no, every, people like, oh, yeah, that's really fun. And I didn't know what it was. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 definitely. I do it all the time. Every day, every day I do it. I didn't know what it was. And he started talking about penis and talking about how good if you touch it. I was like, what? Is that what the good feeling is when I see ladies fat chest crevice i would like to explore this so i go oh how do you do it everybody does different and then he goes i just put my penis on the side of the bed and put my hands under the pillow and i will hump the side of the bed and i go yeah yeah that's how i do it too i never done it that like that before so that i tried that tried it that night I did it in about five seconds. I go, this guy's retarded. Sorry to say retarded, but you know what I meant. Back then, the word retarded was still, there was retard centers back then. Not ironically, it's just a word for kid with special needs today. Right now is kid with, kid with special needs facility, but back then, it's just called the retard center. So don't hate me for it. This is a timepiece. This is a time segment where I describe what happened to me, okay? So I will start humping the bed, and I go, this actually hurt my balls because the side of the bed, it, it, there was a little edge. So my balls was like, oh, God, oh, God, you know? So I was like, this is not for me. So then I started to, you know, I just didn't try to masturbate for a couple weeks as I go, that was a terrible experience. And a couple of weeks later, this other guy was like, oh, yeah, I do it like this. I basically just, it's like milking a cow, but with one milk dud. So 
you imagine that one milk dud is your penis. So milk that sucker. And then I just go, okay, but how long do you do it? I'm very specific. And then he goes, oh, whenever it feels good. And I was like, okay. So I tried it this one Sunday after church. Uh, I, I go, Lord, please help me. It was mostly a Buddhism country, and I don't think they have a rule against masturbation. So I just did it, but I was touching my wee wee, and for a, I started. I don't even know how to start. I go, do I think about naked ladies first, or do I touch my genital first? Because there's an order, right? Or do you, you know, because. This was a mission. It was a project to me. I was like, well, today I want to learn how to do this. So I start doing it at the same time, which is more efficient. You touch yourself a little bit and you think about beautiful ladies. And uh, I start doing what my friend told me, milking the cow with one duck, milk milk duck. And, and imagine my penis was that. And I start milking it, and um, I was like, wow, this feels weird. And the feeling of coming surprised me first, so I stopped. I, I went, oh, my God, I think I broke it because something was happening. And I go, oh, my, because it feels like my dick was going to fall off because it was like having this weird feeling. And I go, oh, my God, I broke it. I broke it. But I'm not a quitter. Daddy didn't raise no quitter. Grandma didn't raise no quitter. Because, you know. So then I could, I was like, you know what? I have to finish this mission. So then I continue to do it. And then I got this feeling again. Oh, my God. It, it's something is happening to my genitals and my dick. Oh, no. And then some stuff came out. And I go, oh, what is that? I was, it was like Christmas. I was like, oh, what is that? And then, and then, uh, and then, um, that's the moment, you guys, that I became a man. I walked outside, a new person. I remember my dad was out there watching TV, and we were going to go back to our place now because we were visiting grandma. I, I masturbated at my grandma's house because I feel comfortable. And I didn't know what else to do. I think I was, I was bored. And I, I have this air. I walked with my shoulder back. And I told my dad, I was laughing. And I was like, I'm a man now. And I was like, and that, that I remember my dad was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I just, I just masturbated with, with my hand on my dick. I melted like a cow. And he was like, no, no, you didn't. Stop lying. And I was like, I did. Because fifth grade, I guess, is a little younger. But I was like, yeah, I did. He's like, stop lying. But you don't know what that is. I was like, I definitely do. Some stuff came out. He's like, no, you didn't. So then he never believed anything I said. So basically, fifth grade, I did it. I remember that day very vividly. I don't know. There's much more to the to living with grandma compared to living with my parents. But you guys will just have to tune into a next episode for the 
part where I live with my parents, which all the spanking, all the yelling, all the all the running away from home for four days, and then with a stranger that I met online in fifth grade, you, all of those things. You guys, you guys will have to tune into the next episode of Cloudy Thoughts with Jason Chetty. Thank you so much for being here and listening all the way to the end, really, because if it wasn't because of you guys, nobody would listen to it all the way to the end. So um, thank you for sharing your time and your energy with me, and hopefully you got a little entertainment out of this segment. Till next time, have a great, great day, evening, or lunchtime, or breakfast time. Bye. (laughs) 